All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Better late than never. Welcome. It's Fucking Anton Lander. Yeah! Oh, I really like the bank. Oh, Bag milk. This is Ceases. Let's go, baby. Ceases. Let's turn it down. Ceases. Let's just get started. Why are we waiting for anyway? Welcome to Better Late Than Ever, episode 65, I think. Maybe 66, 60, somewhere in there. Bag milk here. Checking in on what's going on in the land of the Edmonton Oilers, as well as whatever else is in my life. That's what this podcast is all about. We're going to turn down the intro. We're just going to get after it. We are going to start with a shout out to the audio department. Check them out at theaudiodepartment.ca. Of course, they work to create a safe space for creativity and collaboration for artists and musicians to realize their potential and share their message through sound and story. You want to record a podcast like this one? You can do it there. You want to record a hip-hop album? Maybe some spoken word poetry? That'd be real nice. You can do that there as well. Check them out at theaudiodepartment.ca. This week, I'm going to start with a couple of things that are near and dear to me. Of course, the first being Milf Manor. The second episode aired on Sunday on TLC, which of course is the Learning Channel, which I understand given the content that they post and how they're teaching me the intricacies of human life. You know, Milf Manor is a perfect example of which. This week, we learned that one of the moms slept with one of her kids' friends. He found out on the show, so that's great. Someone got pink eye from eating ass. Like, it's a whole thing. 
It is a whole thing. There was a bunch of confessions on this week's show, and if you haven't caught up, I urge you to do so. I'm not going to spoil too, too much for you, but let me say that this show, again, is just amazing. I posted a clip of me saying how great it was on the Oilers Nation Instagram last week, and man, were people mad at me. And then there was other people that would slide into my DMs and go, you know what, I kind of like that show too. You don't got to be ashamed. It's terrible. It's one of those things where you just turn your brain off. Well, I'm looking at a article on ladbible.com where there's a lot of people that just do not like it. One viewer of or reader, I suppose, of Lad Bible says TLC's new show Milf Manor is as disgusting a show as I have ever seen in my life. Another woman named Andrea Simons goes, Trampy women who included their sons in this debauchery? Way to teach your sons to a uh, uh, way to teach your sons to acquire moral values, TLC. Milf Manor is the darkest thing I have ever seen on my television. Oh my lord. That is from a English journalist named Lauren O'Neill. Well, sometimes you just got to get after it. Sometimes you just got to embrace the weirdness that is society, whether or not it's on TLC. That that shit's happening on these streets. Maybe not in this exact format, but I'm glad they put cameras in there because, man, it is just a train wreck. And the funny thing about it is I was talking to my boy Nick Alberga. He loves it over at TLN. My guy Matt Larkin at Daily Face Off, he loves it as well. What's not to like about a show like this? You know? I love it because you just turn your head, your your brain off. You watch the shenanigans. You go, man, you know what? Yeah, my spot's not so bad. My spot's not so bad. Uh, one other person in this article says, trying to guess who your son is by being blindfolded and touching their chest and bodies is wild. TLC, what type of mentalness is this? Milf Manor has to be the worst reality TV show of all time. (laughs) Well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say you're all wrong. You're all wrong. But if you do a little Twitter search on Milf Manor, you will see much of the same. So... Count me maybe in as a minority person here because I absolutely love it. I cannot wait for Sunday. I'm going out to Jasper this weekend on behalf of Tourism Jasper for the Pond Hockey Tournament. And when I get home on Sunday afternoon, I fully plan on catching up on on episode three. In fact, I'll be home before then probably. I might set out a spread for myself. Maybe a little popcorn, some snacks, a nice dinner, maybe a bottle of wine, have a glass, a nice glass of red. Come on. But of course, I will be at the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament. I am not feeling like I am in the adequate shape required to play hockey over the course of a two-day weekend. But we'll see how the legs go. I'm feeling uh, 80% confident in my abilities. The other 20%, well, as a deferred debate. Anyway, we're going to be out at the beautiful Jasper Park Lodge. Check out OilersNation.com throughout the weekend on our socials. I'm going to have some articles up just to recap the weekend and try and convince you that you need to come with us on one of these. Try and convince you why you need to be there. If you don't want to be there, or maybe you missed it and you haven't had a chance to go, I'm going to encourage you to get on to nationgear.ca and come with us to Toronto, courtesy of our friends at AMA Travel. That's a trip that's a little bit bougie. We're staying at a nice hotel downtown. We're watching the game. Hockey Night in Canada, come on, against the Leafs in a suite. It doesn't get better than that. If you've got a hockey bucket list of just experiences they want to have, Jasper Pocky on uh, Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament is one of those. I was actually talking to uh, my old man was here a little bit earlier in the day, and he was talking to one of my cousins on the phone. He was just like, man, that is just, it's a trip. I was there. He just happened to be 
at the JPL one year when this was going on. And he just goes, man, why? Just I have to be a part of that. And if you have never heard of it until now, if you're listening to this, try and find a way to make it next year. It's great. Again, if you've got a bucket list for hockey experiences, I promise you that this is one of the ones that you want to check off. Playing shinny on a frozen lake in the mountains, the perfect backdrop. You get a stare at Frank Saravalli and Tyler Yaramchuk. Come on. Doesn't get better than that, of course. Team Oilers Nation will be looking to defend our bronze medal from last year. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Hear that? I'm the picture of health. But again, in the meantime, you don't want to come to Jasper, or you just missed it, or you didn't know about it, come with us to Toronto. NationHere.ca has got all of the details that you need, including what's the itinerary, where we're staying, what the flights look like, all of that stuff. And I've got Tyler Uremchuk calling me right now. I am recording a podcast, so I'm putting Tyler on speaker. Tyler, I'm recording BLTN. You're on speaker. Hey, better late than never listeners. Just uh, your boy, Uremchuk, calling everybody's favorite guy, Bag Milk, trying to make plans for the hockey game tonight. Yes, I right before I started recording this, Tyler, you did text me and said, hey, are we going to the hockey game tonight? And I said, yes, I managed to make it work. The wrap-up is being passed off on Zachary Lang, who will also be Tyler, appearing on Oilers Nation after dark this evening. That guy is a machine. Well, the machine's got to go vroom, vroom, and we need people like Zach that make it go. Tyler, should we work out our plans while I'm recording the podcast? Okay, Adam Seaborn is in from Toronto. We just went and got him decked out in nation gear, head to toe. Nice. So he's fired up. We're sitting in Uncle Carrie's seats, mm. and now we just got to figure out the plan of where we're going to meet before. Are we having pregame pops anywhere? Is this just a meet up in Ford Hall and beeline it right into the rink kind of thing? I'm thinking I would like to have a pop. A pop and a snack, maybe, if I'm feeling selfish. What okay. do you think? What do you uh, want to do? Also, Gavin, the intern's coming. Of course. Oh, you know what that means, Tyler? Then for our friends at Betway, we should probably do some kind of team bet, at least with uh, with Gavin, the three of us. I don't know if Adam wants to join yeah. in. He can absolutely if he wants to. But let's do a little team bet here before the Lumbus Jackets. I really like anything Zach Hyman related tonight. I think with Evander Kane out of the lineup, the reigning NHL first star of the week could have another big night. I have got Zach Hyman anytime goal courtesy of our friends at Betway. Tyler, I also went a little frisky. I did Oilers to win every period at plus 450. I feel good about this one. I've been chasing the dragon a little bit on this one, and I feel like I'm going to get it. Well, I was going to say, you haven't hit this one yet. So that's what's interesting to me is it's due, in my opinion. So why not? 100%. So what are you thinking? Should we meet up for... uh, I'll call you after I'm done recording this, but should we meet up for something to eat before? Yeah, I think we maybe could. We'll chat after. All right. I'm going to call you back later. I'm just getting started on the podcast. Tyler, give up words of encouragement for the listeners. For the listeners? Yep. Um, Follow your dreams. I don't know. You really put me on the spot with a tough one there. I'm not very good at encouraging people. Follow your dreams. So says Tyler Uremchuk. I'll call you in a little bit. There you go. All right. There goes Tyler. I figured if he's calling me, I might as well put him on the con on, on the podcast, you know? <laughs> of course, that's time to get to the news. The news is brought to you by me. If you want to sponsor this segment? You can. Reach out to me at bagmilk at oilersnation.com. We can talk about it. I'm sitting with our sales guy tonight, our head of partnerships. 
our parent company, Playmaker. That is Adam Seaborn. He came in from Toronto. So maybe, maybe I'll just talk to him about closing some sales. How does it work? How do I grease the wheels, Adam? You know? But first, let's talk about the others. Tonight, Tyler mentioned it. No Evander Kane in the lineup. He is down in San Jose dealing with his bankruptcy hearing. The interesting thing about that to me was just how many people are shocked that they couldn't schedule this whenever they wanted. Like, as an example, when Evander Kane was hurt. Well, that's not how court works, you know? They kind of tell you when you have to show up, you know? You ever been called to jury duty? They don't say, hey, can we move this case to another day? I'm busy. I got things to do. I got a hockey game to play. They don't do that. So, you know what? Evander Kane not in the lineup tonight. I'm hoping he's going to be back for Saturday against Chicago, but we'll see. We'll see. Obviously, that's a big hole there. The team's just better with him in it. We see that. He's only played three games. He hasn't got a goal yet, but you know what? He's bringing that swagger. He's doing all the things that we expected him to do when he returned from his injury. So I'm looking forward to having him back in the lineup. I hope this gets sorted for him. Whatever's going on down there. I have no idea. I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't know. I'm no law guy. I'm just reading what Jason Greger's reporting. So on the nation, on OilersNation.com, he reported that he is down in San Jose dealing with that. So I'm hoping that we just get this wrapped up and we can get moved on. Looking back, though, the Oilers, since our last podcast, since we were here together last Wednesday, the Oilers have gone 2-0. I mean, they've only played two games since then. 5-3 win against the Tampa Bay Lightning, a 4-2 win against Vancouver. I told you it was going to be 4-2. Perfect in there. And all of a sudden, the Oilers went from being, oh my God, are they going to even make the playoffs, to now they're pushing for the division? I mean, if they win tonight... If they can extend their winning streak to two game or uh, to seven games tonight, I should say, that'll bump them up into a tie with Seattle. Seattle's got some games in hand there. They are chasing. That'll put them one point behind Los Angeles. They would have a game in hand over LA, but just two points out of the division lead. Vegas has lost their last two games. LA has won two straight. Seattle is coming down to earth just a touch. They have lost their last one, but. There's some competition coming up at the top of the division right now, and the Oilers are right in the mix. They are right in the thick of it. If you win tonight against Columbus, you are in that mix. The Oilers, though, looking at the schedule, they've got Columbus tonight. They're terrible. I'm going to say it's a 4-2 win. I'm going to be in attendance. So I'm manifesting it right now as we say it. But if they can win tonight, the next well, I guess including this one, the next seven games that the Oilers play are against non-playoff teams. They've got Columbus tonight. They've got Chicago on Saturday. Then they've got an extended break. The thing that sucks is the Oilers only play two games in ten or two games in uh, thirteen days before they get back because they got the All Star break in there. They've got a bye week. That sucks because they could really be rolling through some of these teams right now, and it's almost annoying that they have to have this break. I get it. It's the All-Star game, blah, 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 CBA, bye week, blah, blah. But man, I really wish they could keep rolling, you know? So they've got Columbus tonight, Chicago on Saturday. We're going to be doing a viewing party down at the JPL, by the way, I'm super excited about. And then when they come back from their break on the 7th of February, they play Detroit, then Philly, then Ottawa, then Montreal, then Detroit again, before finally going up against the New York Rangers on the 17th, which is the first team in a playoff position or is the very next team in a playoff position that they play. So we've got seven games here against some teams that just, they suck. They suck so bad. I think we can make some moves here. 
I think the Oilers got to win out, and I don't know if that's going to happen. Obviously, it's a hope and a dream of mine that they win out the next seven games, and all of a sudden we are on a 13-game win streak, and we go, whoop, whoop, whoop. I mean, that's the eternal sounds that I would be making anyway. Obviously, that's what I'm hoping for. It just sucks again. You know, everybody needs a break. Some bumps and bruises that got to heal up. Our boy Vander Kane's going to get a little extra time on his wrist. So... The break's needed, but when you're rolling like this, it almost sucks, you know? It almost sucks. Speaking of streaks, though, Vinny DeHarnay is looking to be the first player to win his first seven NHL games. My guy's got three assists. He's averaging around 11 points per night, and he is not at all looking out of place. I just could not be happier about the way Vinny DeHarnay has just kind of settled in. That's... (laughs) I didn't mean to hit that one, but okay. Uh... He's just kind of settled in. He's playing quiet hockey. And when I say he's playing quiet hockey, it's just you don't notice him. And I say that in a very, very positive way. That is a huge compliment for a defenseman that's just coming up, especially a seventh round pick. Come on. Nobody expected him to do any of this. Three assists already? That's just because he picks up the puck, he fires it at the net, and the Oilers are picking up some garbage. They're getting greasy for the first time in a while, and I absolutely love it. I love it. If I loved it anymore, I'd rip a hole clean through me trousers, you know? I'd rip a hole clean through me trousers. So Vinny DeHarnay, I'm looking forward to that. And breaking news. Yeah! Can you guys keep a secret? You promised. I just heard you. Collectively, you said, yes, bag milk, I can keep a secret. Yeah! This is a better late than never exclusive. But don't tell anybody because we don't want to ruin it. We may have Vinny DeHarnay coming for an interview podcast confessions but don't say anything don't tell anyone so then when it happens on real life you'll go oh wow bag milk that's amazing that you guys got video day on it for an interview but you didn't hear it here again don't spread the word too much because we don't want anything standing in the way of this actually happening you know what i mean it's just like when Tyler said that Stuart Skinner was going to be going to the All-Star game. And everybody goes, oh, there's no way Stuart Skinner, blah, blah, blah. And then guess who's going to the All-Star game? Stuart Skinner. By the way, this has nothing to do with anything. Like, that's kind of old news at this point, so I'm not going to go too much into it. But who would have ever expected Stuart Skinner to be named to the All-Star game before the season started, right? Nobody. Certainly not Ken Holland. He paid another guy five schmill that he would be going to the All-Star game, hopefully. But you know what? Didn't work that way. I'm good with it. Because you know what? Another thing, he may not be going to the All-Star game, but damn it, Soup has turned his season around and knock on wood, I'm hoping that stays because he's playing some really, really nice hockey right now. He's not playing tonight against Columbus. Skinner is getting the call there. He will probably be back in on Saturday night against Chicago. Nice to have a problem like this where two goalies are just going at it and they're playing at the top of their game. I absolutely love it. Just like I also loved yesterday when I got tagged a bunch of times in a post from Shannon, Shanny19 on Twitter, where Clem Costin, he went to Swiss Donaire. As far as being an Edmontonian or embracing the culture of Edmonton, how about him heading out to the mountains with Dylan Holloway, grabbing, uh, going doing a little fishing, yeah, catching something, and then when he comes home, he's just showing up at Swiss Donaire and having a Donaire like he's local. Come on. Let's go, baby. <laughs> anyway, I just love Clem Costin. He is the answer. I don't care what anybody says. He is absolutely fantastic. 
He's fantastic. Speaking of fantastic, I love seeing the Oilers tied to basically every potential trade target right now. Over at DailyFaceOff.com, Frank Saravalli wrote about the Oilers' playbook heading into the deadline, so I encourage you to check that out. He may have some nuggets about what Ken Holland is thinking and what he may be doing. The good news for your boy is, reeling it back to the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament, I'm going to be spending the weekend with Frank Saravalli. He is on Team Oilers Nation, so he'll be playing with us. I cannot wait to annoy him all weekend long about what the Oilers are doing. You know, I just cannot wait to be like, Frank, what's going on? Frank, what's going on? Who's texting you right now? Frank, hey, hey, Frank, hey, Frank, pay attention to me, Frank. Hey, Frank, hey, Frank, what are the Oilers going to do? Who are they trading? Do they love Nuge as much as I love Nuge? They do? Great. Is he going to tell me anything? I have no idea, but I'm going to be in his ear all weekend. So next week on the podcast, I'm going to reveal whatever Frank Saravalli tells me, even if it's fuck off, which it probably will be like, bang them. Damn it, man. Stop. Stop bothering me. You know what I'll do? When he's sleeping, I'll break into his room and I'll steal his phone. That's what I'll do. I don't know what time old Frank goes to bed, but you know what? He might be early. Earlier than me. I'll step as late as it takes. I'll watch him go to bed. I'll watch and I'll wait for the slowless slowness of his breathing as he falls to sleep and then I'll weasel in like a cat burglar. I'll weasel in there and I'm going to steal his phone. <laughs> Uh, lastly, just to wrap up the news, my boy Tyler broke another story on Twitter this week after he had a sneak preview from a source about what the Oilers Heritage Classic jerseys may look like. And for those of you who are like me, there goes, I just really hope they don't do the exact same boring thing that they always do. And it's just another version of the same jersey, same logo, etc., etc. Let me read the tweet from Tyler. Check it out. It was on January 20th, if you want to go back and look at it yourself. Hearing that the Oilers are thinking of using this old Edmonton Mercury sweater as an inspiration for their Heritage Classic jersey. So if you've never seen the Edmonton Mercury's jersey before, it's red, it's blue, it's got a completely different logo than what we're used to. There is nothing oily about it in terms of what we're used to on a standard Oilers uniform. This jersey would be Oilers colors, so it's not the red and blue. The leaf could be an oil drop, and it'll read Edmonton Oilers across the front, not Edmonton Mercury's. So go check out Tyler's Twitter feed. Uh, We posted that on our socials, on the nation socials as well. So I think that that's a fun jersey to do. I love that we got the Heritage Classic coming back to Edmonton. I love that it's at Commonwealth Stadium. I love that it's against the Flames. And now that Tyler broke a story about what the jerseys may look like, I'm getting pretty excited. We're doing something a little bit different. And damn it, is Nuge going to look good in those jerseys? I'm Walter Cronkite. I'm Peter Mansbridge. I'm Linda Steele. The news on Better Late Than Ever. Better Late Than Never with Bag Milk. Yep. You know you're listening to Better Late Review. Tell your friend. Let's just do it. Spread the word. Oh, yes. Oh, For our friends at Betway, it is time to talk a little bit of betting. Tonight, I've got a couple of bets against the Lumbus Blue Jackets. So by the time you listen to this, you'll go, Bag Milk, you dummy. Or Bag Milk, you're the smartest better I've ever heard. You are a better better than most better betters are. 
Tonight I've got the Edmonton Oilers to win. I've got a little cheeky parlay. It's not a great juicy one, but it's a little cheeky one that I'm feeling good about. Edmonton Oilers to win combined with Connor McDavid at two plus points. That's a minus 110. I just feel like that's free money. As I told Tyler, I'm chasing the juice a little bit with Oilers to win every period at plus 450. If they can go ahead and do this against Columbus, I'm feeling pretty good about it. And Columbus, they had that emotional game against the Blue Jacket or against the Flams the other day. So that went to overtime. They may just be reeling from that one. And besides, that was on Monday. Uh. Besides, they're right in the thick of the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. So the Columbus Blue Jackets don't want to win. They don't want to win. They want to finish last. And I'm thinking that betting Oilers puck line is something that I'm doing. I'm feeling good about it. I'm a little bullish tonight. Now, I've also been hurt before. I have. You know that. You've been hurt too. You've been an Oilers fan as long as I have. You know what happens sometimes when the boys have a game like this against a team they should beat. Tonight, however, I do not think it's going to be a problem. Tonight, I believe that the Oilers are going to beat a team they should beat. I'm in the building. I'm bringing a throwable hat. I'm actually betting, at least internally, that somebody gets a hat trick because I do not want to come home with a hat tonight. I just don't. I just don't. We've got a lot of work to do to get up to the top of the division. It is right there. I can see it. I can taste it. I can feel it. Now I need the others to go get it. Sir, you like this podcast. Bachelate the never with bad milk. Why don't you go to your favorite podcast app? Like, subscribe, pair. You sexy human. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. For Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, it is time for the righteous sack beating about just what's annoying in our lives this week. And boy, howdy, is there plenty. And this week, it's something that kind of popped up on Saturday before the game, and then I didn't think much of it until I started reading replies. On Saturday, the Oilers were in Vancouver playing against the Canucks. Ethan Bear, former friend, former Edmonton Oiler, he sat out that game because of the death of a dog. The death of his dog. And as somebody that owns a dog myself, my first thought was, yeah, that makes total sense. It makes total sense. I completely understand. But as I was reading into the comments, there's a bunch of hardos that are just like, oh, fucking your dog died. So you take a day off work. I'm not allowed to take a day off work. And there's a couple things that I just want that annoys me about this. One, you don't know what the relationship that Ethan and his girlfriend had with this dog. Let me tell you something. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably have a pretty good idea who Frank is. Frank is my dog. I've been doing Frank's picks with him now for four about four seasons because he's five years old. So I think I've been about four seasons of Frank's picks now. A lot of people that consume our content at the nation, and a lot of nation citizens, they reach out to me about Frank. They love the videos. They love to watch him. He's just a little bundle of energy and he's adorable and he's cute. But for me, he's a lot more than that. We had that first, remember the first part of the pandemic when we were like, stay home, everybody stay home. And we were all in this together for a hot minute before everybody stopped to bang in pans and started yelling at healthcare workers. Do you remember? What I'm getting at is there was about an, a year plus stretch where I rarely left my house. I was on Zoom calls 
you know, but there will be months, literal months when I didn't see another human being apart from people at the grocery store, maybe the only contact I had with anyone was Frank. So for me, he was everything to me. He was support. He was routine. He had to, I had to make sure that he was fed, walked the routine that he requires and what it takes to take care of a dog kept me grounded at a time where there was nothing normal. It was a little piece of normalcy in a world where nothing was normal. And I already can tell you, down the line, Frank's only five, so we got a lot more life left to live together. But down the line, whenever I have to make the decision that Bear and his girlfriend did, I'm going to be a wreck. He's my guy. I'm already planning out a Frank tattoo. I'm planning it out. I know what I'm going to get. I know what I'm going to do. I'm avoiding it because it's going to hurt like a. It's going to hurt like hell. But here's the thing: if you don't have a dog, you don't have a pet. It's hard to understand that how much we care about them, how much we love them, how much they mean to us, and how much they really do save us. I don't know that I would have gotten through the pandemic, the first part of it, when nobody was seeing each other as well as I did, which is a loose thing to say, if I didn't have him. So you don't know what these mean. And all the people shitting on Ethan Bear for taking a night off work for his dog and he's mourning, you don't understand it. So to call him even... Anything close to some of the names you saw on social media is ridiculous. Over at Sportsnet, Mark Spector wrote an article about Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and he told a story that I actually didn't know about after Game 4 against the Calgary Flames, they were going to Game 5, which ultimately they knocked him out of the playoffs. In between Game 4 and Game 5, Ryan Nugent Hopkins and his wife lost their golden retriever. It was earlier than expected. He was devastated. So when asked, would you skip a game for your dog? He goes, if it was the regular season, yeah. It's a little bit different when you're going into game five of the second round of the playoffs. But if it was a regular season, yeah. And I get it. I get it. And for a society like today is Bell Let's Talk Day, which I'm not going to get into the corporate hashtag. I don't need a hashtag to talk about it. Frankly, talking to somebody uh, when I needed it was probably one of the best things that I've ever done in my life. And just being able to unload to someone you trust is infinitely helpful. It's very, very helpful. And I'm incredibly grateful that I was fortunate enough to do that. We're talking about all this stuff. And yet in the same breath, we are just absolutely carving up Ethan Bear for something like this. When you have no idea what he's carrying with him. No idea what his relationship is with that dog. But as somebody who loves their dog as deeply as another person, frankly, I'd rather hang out with Frank than most people more often than not i get it i absolutely get it and it drives me crazy that this is where we're at it just it it sucks that we can't just step back from our own feelings about what's going on at a particular moment or judging another person for what you really don't understand and i say that as somebody that i love my dog dearly i'm going to be devastated i am absolutely taking a day off work whenever that day comes and it sucks to see that Ethan Bear was taking a lot of heat for it. It sucks that it was, was becoming a conversation that it really shouldn't have been. If we're talking about mental health and taking care of ourselves and each other, this is the kind of stuff that has to stop. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It is time for the voicemail. I didn't do a question of the week again this week. I had some pretty intense stuff going on. We had our bosses, our big bosses from Toronto, from Playmaker, in on Monday to do a quarterly review. And uh, it was intense. It really, really was. So it was a big day. I didn't have a time to put out a question of the week. So I'm really curious to see what's coming in here this week. I have got uh, six, nine... Nice. I've got nine voicemails to get to. We are going to dive into them with the first one coming in from Chandler. All right. I just wanted to pop in real quick and talk about Vinny DeHarnay. Um, I've really been impressed with the way he's played so far. Hey, man. The guy is just, he's been a breath of fresh air. First of all, again, I mentioned it last week or even on Owen Radio. I don't remember which podcast I was talking about him on. But the fact that a seventh round pick worked his way into the NHL. Number one, that's amazing. Look at how many seventh round picks just do they go, they come, they go. We don't even know who they are. So Vinny DeHarnay, a lot of hard work and to be as steady as he has been throughout this first little run with the Oilers, magnificent. Um, And I love the story as well. Like seventh round pick, passed mm. over twice. Just dude grinded. Unlike Uremchuk, he did not avoid the grind. No, he did. He was on the grind, always on the grind and just always trying to get better. That's again, you nailed it. Love the story. Everything about Vinny right now is red hot. So props to him for that. And I love the physicality and size he brings. 
And I gotta say, I am a massive fan of the way he looks like a freaking James Bond supervillain. Oh man, does he ever like? If you look at Vinny DeHarnay, he's got the shaved head right now and that mustache. Like he looks like a terrifying individual, and I love it. I really, really do. He scares me, and I could not be happier about it. Like that bald head, evil genius mustache thing he's got going is an elite look. And I gotta say that that mustache really help to uh, <laughs> to at least keep our mustache for 60 stay afloat Amen. while Skinner was out for the birth of his son. 100%. Which, you know, shout out to Stu for that. Congrats to him. Yep. Um, yeah, between Stu and Vinny's mustaches, our mustache for 60 is really strong, possibly tops in the league. I think we need to do some research on that. Um, so, yeah, like again, big fan of how DeHarnay's played so far. I think he's a really solid third-pairing guy for us. Uh, or six, seven defensemen, um, and you know can't complain. Anything you get out of a seventh round pick is amazing. And again, the super villain James Bond thing he's got going is just a bonus. Hundred percent, could agree more. Chandler, you nailed it. Everything about Vinny DeHarnay is great right now. It's fun. It's a good story. He's playing steady. He's mean. He's terrifying. Like you want to fuck around with that guy? I don't. Come on. Bag milk, you just posted yourself riding a horse on your Instagram story. Hmm. And I have to say, brother, your arms are looking huge. Oh, I'm jacked. Absolute Chad you're becoming. <laughs> um, don't know you personally. Maybe you've always been that big. But listen, if you're going to the gym, I just wanted to say props to you. You're looking good. <laughs> And that wasn't actually me. I was on uh, Oilers Nation After Dark with Connor Halley, and you guys know the shtick. I'm not on video. So all that was there, real quick, I'll tell the story, is all that was there was just my bag milk head guy. Just Kennedy made me that, or no, Spiced Oil made me that once upon a time, and Kennedy made some different facial features to it. So while Aaron, producer Aaron, and Connor were on the show, they were on video, and I was like, well, I need to find a way to participate. So I kept photoshopping different versions of me in different poses. I've got bag milk drinking wine. I've got bag milk with his shirt off. I've got bag milk just washing windows. I've got bag milk at a, at a table. I've got a bag milk hammering the desk because he's fired up. So now I've got some reactions when I'm in there. Depending on the mood, how the game went, you know, I've got some different flavors. So while I do appreciate that you were talking about my jacked arms, those actually weren't my arms. I wish they were. Unfortunately, that was not me. Hey, sup, bag milk. What's up, Ben? Uh, just wanted to leave my thoughts on pretty much everything that's been going on. Please. Uh, including the last podcast where you lost my audio and there was that first confusing voicemail. So pretty much what happened there is I guess one of my videos got lost or maybe I forgot to hit record which is entirely possible I don't remember I just remember last week you sounded like you were underwater it was coming through I actually clipped some of it out of the podcast after I let you play longer than is what you actually heard in the final version you just sounded like you were way underwater you know and yeah I just wanted to assure you I am 13 I just yeah, I think Oilers, DeHarnay, hopefully by Wednesday, I think he usually record. We're still undefeated, but I think he has been playing really good. He's something we really needed, to be honest. Uh, I also think 
as you were saying on, I think it was Oilers Nation Radio. Yeah, he, no, I maybe it was better late than never. I'm hearing clicking in the background. Are you playing vids right now? Sounds like you're you're occupied, you know? Sounds like you are doing something that you shouldn't be and uh, distracting you a little bit, Ben. You know what? I'm going to take a call from my dad right now, and I'm going to see if he wants to talk on here or not. Oh, he just hung up. I was going to I was going to bring my dad on via speakerphone, just like I did with your M check, but he hung up on me too fast. Anyway, Ben, back to you. I listened to like all of them, so I'm not totally sure. It was one of them, but you were saying like Booch might need to go. I mean, yeah, he might, but it's also good sign that Broberg's playing better. Uh, yeah. I just think our play's been good. Costin, even though not producing, uh, been pretty. Ah, you got cut off by the 90-second time limit. Um, By the way, I said last week on Better Late Than Never that I don't want Jay to be right here. I still think that dad is part of the solution. And I said nobody can tell Jay that I think he may be right down the line. And... uh, Oilers Nation HQ Insider, whoever you are, I've got my theories. What did you go and do? You went and clipped that specific thing and then you tagged us in it. Now Jay knows. Now Jay knows that I think that he could eventually be right. And do you know what happens when that happens? Now he's got one over me. Now he's got one over me and we just can't have that. Unacceptable. Oilers Nation Insider, do better. Pretty uh, effective. I mean, he has been producing, just not um, in, what are we talking about? Say it, like, Costin? On the score sheet, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, maybe the reason you lost me uh, back in your old one is I went into the garage. And then... Garage? That sounds fancy. What do you call it? A car hold. Just wondering... When what you thought was gonna happen with Puliarvi and his trades? Uh, what I think is gonna happen with Puliarvi is I don't know anymore. There is an article up OilersNation.com. Uh, Zach Lang was scouring the internet, and there's some concern that Kyler Yamamoto is a little bit more hurt than we thought. Obviously, this is just speculation at this point. I think it was from Friedman. Don't quote me on that because I'm 85% sure it was Friedman from 32 Thoughts, but I don't remember specifically and I don't have it up in front of me. So what do I think is going to happen with Puliarvi? He might be around longer than we thought, especially if Yamo's down for any length of time. You can't just be short right wingers and then hope somebody can fill in on that side, you know? So what do I think happens with Puliarvi? Two things. One, they keep him. If they keep him, he's going to walk for free as a free agent. That sucks. And people are going to get real mad about it. Two, he's going to get traded for something that we don't really, that doesn't really help us right now, but probably gets flipped into something else. That's just my guess. Again, I don't have any idea what's going on. Ben, don't quote me. Also, dry garden. Sorry, this is taking forever. Uh, really, I'm liking the podcast so far. Uh, keep up all the great work. Thanks, buddy. Great job. And uh... <laughs> <Stoop>. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we had a little bit of a time release there, though I do like that you did stew in the form of Drop It Like It's Hot by Snoop Dogg and Pharrell. Snoop! Doing it for stew? I like that. Thanks, Ben. Keep please, keep leaving messages for me, pal. Oi, this is Liam. Presto, I went to go watch your son play <laughs> hockey, <laughs> and I thought he was dreadful. Quite dreadful. <laughs> What is that? Why are we taking shots at Presto's kid now? He's probably really good. And uh, lest anyone believe that was actually Liam, it was not, though the accent nailed it. I'm sure if you had Liam speaking on this podcast with me right now, it would be the exact same. <laughs> hey, Bag Milk, Presto here. I didn't hear any questions for the pod, so yep. Monday, just listened to uh, Bob Stoffer this afternoon, was at work, yeah. getting really frustrated with the same old regurgitated questions, blah 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 I'm looking forward to this because I don't listen to Stoff anymore as much as I used to. Uh, a couple years back, I used to listen to his show all the time just for nuggets and just the same info that you guys are all listening for. I just haven't had a chance. So I'm, I'm curious what Stoff's talking about these days because when he's talking about something, there's usually a little bit more weight to it, you know? Yes, we're on a six-game heater. We got shit pumped by the Kings. We beat three really bad teams or four really bad teams. We beat two good teams in Tampa and Seattle. And Vegas. So I just disagree with you. Like beating Vegas, they're leading the division. So they're a good team. They're falling back to earth a little bit. So Vegas, I count as a good team, Tampa and Seattle. But uh, the three of them are good teams. I don't understand how anyone can say all we need is a bottom six guy that can take face-offs with grit. Yes, we need that. Stone Cold rookie Vinny, I love him. I was talking about him last year. He's a rookie. Yep. Then you got Broberg, another rookie. Dad's yep. still learning. Yep. What the hell? Not a chance in hell that defense wins a Stanley Cup with. Oh, I I pressed pause too soon, but I yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's three very young players. Like I know Broberg's a rookie. Vinny's a rookie. Uh, Bouchard, despite the fact that he looks 45, is only in his second year in the NHL. I'm, I don't know where the rest of this voicemail is going, but I'm with Presto so far. Those three rookies on it, basically. You need to go and get two guys with experience that can play a lot of minutes that are hard to play against. Mm-hmm. Have Vinny De- and, and Broberg and those guys as your six, seven, eight defensemen if we need them. Mm-hmm. Look at every team that has won the Stanley Cup in the last 10 years and show me one with that many rookies that have what played by the end of the year, they'll have played what 20 games, maybe, maybe one, but not three. I really hope Oilers management does not think like Bob Stoffer, or this will be a better luck next year in the playoffs again, guys. Come on, Kenny, get her done. Love the pod bag milk. Have a great day. I'm giving Presto a cheers for that one because he, one, he's fired up and I appreciate it. He's getting fired up. I'm getting fired up in my chair. I'm ready to go. Uh, Two, I think he's right. I think he's right. Teams that win Stanley Cups, they have a more experienced back end. But what I would say regardless, and again, I haven't listened to Stoffer's show, so I don't know what he's talking about these days, but um, I'd be surprised if the Oilers don't go out and get a, a defenseman, a more veteran defenseman. Push somebody down knock somebody out of the lineup even, but I would be stunned if they roll past the deadline with what they've got on the back end. Again, if you heard it earlier in the podcast, I'm going to be annoying Frank all weekend. Not my dog. I love him. I would love to annoy him. He's not coming with me to Jasper though. I would love to annoy Frank Saravalli all weekend to the point where he is just fine. I'll tell you what's going on. And then on Wednesday, when we record this podcast, I can share it with you. You know, Scott, what do you think? 
Hey, bag milk. Scott here. Um, I can't remember which game it was, either the Kraken or uh, Tampa Bay, but uh, Zachariah Hyman almost collected two goals, but uh, once again, his uh, goal denied for goaltender interference. That's where I'm kind of having the issues with everything. It seems like anytime there's any kind of scrum in the front of the net uh, and a goal goes in, you're you're holding your breath thinking, oh, God, are they going to freaking call it back because of goaltender yeah. interference? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Like It just pisses me off already. I don't know, totally. There's too many callbacks. There's too much wishy-washiness on this uh, goaltender interference bullshit. Uh, and just to take it a step further, so I don't know which game you're talking about specifically, but I know we had a goal called back against Vancouver on Saturday. Like, what is goaltender interference these days? Because by my eye, you know, I've played hockey at a reasonably high level. I've watched it my whole life. We have all watched it our whole lives. And now we have no idea what some of the basic rules of the game are. That goal that got called back against Vancouver, that puck hit Zach Hyman behind the goaltender and went into the net before he even made contact. So how is that called back? I have no idea what is goaltender interference. I don't think the NHL does either. And what's extra annoying is that, you know, betting is a bigger part of this. We're betting real money on this stuff and they can't even get their rules straight. It's so annoying. It just makes the NHL look like a just like some kind of bush league operation because they can't seem to figure it out, you know? I don't know. One suggestion, go back to foot in the crease. If your foot's in the crease, gold disallowed. This way it's black and white. I don't know. This way we can't, uh, or the the refs can't fuck that up, even though they did in the way in that Stanley Cup final with Brett Hall's uh, foot mm-hmm. in the crease. That somehow got slipped by. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm hating this goaltender interference and the callbacks. Um, hopefully some of you will agree with me. Okay, have a good one. Love the podcast. Later. Scott, I agree with you entirely. I have no idea what's goalie interference anymore. It's annoying. And just what's funny to me about it is that the NHL is constantly gagging for goals. They just want goals so much. They're like, oh, we need to increase scoring. I mean, it has kind of dropped off a little bit recently, but they were talking about, let's make the nets bigger. Let's make the goalie equipment smaller. Let's set, like, why not just set a cap? Goalies aren't allowed to wear helmets anymore. You think that's going to allow some more goals? Of course it is. They're going to be scared of getting hit in the face. How about we set a height cap on goalies? They can only be five feet tall. Nobody taller than five feet in net. You want to increase scoring? There's an idea for you. That's free. That's free. Last voicemail of the week comes from Nick. Baked milk. I have had a vision. Mm, Share it with me. And it relates to the Oilers. Mm -hmm. Um, This could be me just hallucinating. Um, A little bit ago, I was at a ski shop Mm -hmm. and I stepped on a scale. um, Mm -hmm. And I didn't like the number I saw. Who among us, you know? Who among us? As much as the one voicemail said, hey, I saw you riding a horse and your arms are jacked. Well, that wasn't actually me. I should just pretend that's me, you know? I've been trying to be a little bit healthier, um, meaning I have not been eating that much food and I've been exercising like a fiend. And I'm probably not sleeping enough. So maybe maybe I am just hallucinating. Maybe. Maybe I am going fucking crazy. Maybe, maybe. I'm not even leaving this voicemail. Maybe, maybe this is all just in my head. Maybe you've been taking magic mushrooms this whole time and you have no idea. You thought they were regular mushrooms in a mushroom soup, but really you're taking psilocybin. But in the event it's not in my head, I need to share this vision I had. Um, I had a vision that the city of Edmonton was bumping. Hmm. 
The Oilers were on a massive win streak. Let's go. They returned home from a road trip, which they swept. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm driving up to Edmonton. I don't care that it's a five-hour drive. I'm going to see these red-hot Oilers take on the Detroit Red Wings in Edmonton. Is that it? Oh. In my dream, the Oilers lost 3-1. Oh. If my dream is any indication, the win streak ends then. If not, it will probably end tonight versus Columbus. Um, Nick. I don't know. Nick. 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 I appreciate the vision. I was actually really excited about where this was going. And then you take a left turn and it just ends in losses. First, you say they're going to lose to Detroit. That's after the All-Star break. I can almost see it because, you know, boys are probably going down to Cabo or something. They're doing fun shit during that break. You know they are. But to say that they're going to lose tonight against Columbus, a game I'm going to, a game that I just told Tyler we got to do some kind of team bet so we can rally. Come on, Nick. Come on, man. Not today. Not on my podcast. I got a vision. It's you shutting the fuck up. You know I love you. The voicemail. Check it out. The link is in my social bios. Hi, my name is Bag Milk on Instagram. JSBM Bag Milk on Twitter. And I'm still looking. I've got no reviews here lately either. Can you please give me a review? Can you tell somebody that you know to give me a review? Just five stars. You can tell me off if you want. I don't even care. You know? I just want to get bumped up in the Apple algorithm a little bit. Just a little bit. Why? Because down the pike, a little bit of behind-the-scenes stuff. My equipment, I'm actually going to be upgrading here soon. So if you listen to Oilers Nation Radio or Real Life, you probably heard us talking about the Roadcaster. That's the big soundboard we use at the studio. I'm going to buy one of those for my house. And what I'm going to do with the equipment that I currently have is I'm going to put it in a backpack so that I can... I'm committed this year to getting more guests on the show. And some of my friends, they were just like, well, we'll do it, but why don't you come over? So then I'm just going to have like a to-go pack of a podcast studio in my backpack that I can just take with me to interviews. So I've got a plan here and I just need some support. So some more downloads would go a long way to paying off that roadcaster. Or if you just want to sponsor the podcast, you can do that too. You can do that too. And I'm going to cut this one a little bit short. We got just under an hour this week. Well, it's not really short, but I am going to the Oilers game. So I've got plenty of stuff left to do. I'm super pumped on it. I can't wait to go to Rogers place. I haven't been yet this year. The last time I was at Rogers place was game three against Colorado. So we know what happened there. You know, you know what happened there. Who knows how long this heater is going to last for the Oilers, but what I do know for sure is that I hope they never, ever walk away from the table. Keep it going. And as we know, you never, ever walk away from the table on a heater. You just don't. You just don't. And with that, I want to say thank you to the audio department. I want to say thank you to Betway, and I want to say thank you to Trilogy Oilfield Rentables for making it all possible. Most importantly, all of you. That wraps up the episode for this week, unless anything crazy happens, and then I will be back with a bonus episode of Better Late Than Never. What just happened there? 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.